1: Newsmax Daily. From Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's
2: your host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, the one and only, and thank God for that, Rob Carson. Hi. This Friday, I'm saying it's. Uh, thank God, it's Friday. Uh, I am hopefully coming to the very end of uh, what has been a cold or whatever, uh, not the Rona, and uh, the voice is kind of here and there. And next week, I I, I hope and pray that I will sound a lot better. So, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, I mentioned last week and for the last couple of weeks that if the Glenn Youngkin-Terry McAuliffe race was neck and neck, was tied in the polls, it means that Glenn Youngkin is uh, ahead by 7 or 8. Guess what? According to Fox today, he's ahead by 8, which means he's ahead by 15 or 16. I thought you should know that. I'm going to get into that very shortly, but it is not good. It is a death dance, uh, figuratively, of course, for Terry McAuliffe. He did the dance. That's one of the things he did. That was really bad. He denied critical race theory was happening, even though parents know it's happening. And the reason why they know it's happening is because they shut down schools. And moms and dads were able to see more what kind of books and stuff they were getting exposed to at home during their lessons. And discovered this was happening. And Terry McAuliffe calls them all liars. And, and the, the attorney general and, and the Loudoun County attorney... Actively have gone after parents for speaking out against. Them. I've got some Loudoun County stuff today. You're not going to believe. They need to. I swear to God, there has got to be a wholesale firing of not only uh, the the school board, but also the uh, sheriff's department, uh, the city attorney. I, I could. It, it is what you what you will hear today. You will hear nowhere else. And it is gigantic, gigantic. But this is big news, too. A U.S. District Court judge on Thursday issued a temporary restraining order that prevents the Biden administration from firing both civilian and active duty military plaintiffs who sued over religious exemptions to COVID 19. Judge Colleen Collar Cutley. What a wow! You chose that name, in the District of Company, uh, Columbia, I should say. Ordered that none of the civilian employee plaintiffs will be subject to discipline while his or her request for a religious exemption is pending. There had been rumors; they appear to be confirmed that the uh, the uh, the Navy is not going to allow any religious exemptions whatsoever. I would assume for uh, some this will be stopped. So that's pretty big. That's drawing the line in the sand. Let's hope the line in the sand holds. I don't know what the Biden administration and the Democrat Party are trying to do. If they're trying to foment a revolution that they can put down, Or what? But every day we face a new affront to our liberty. Every day we uh, uh, confront or have some something that is near and dear to us uh, crumbled up and, and burned in front of our faces. The latest affront to us. To us, people who have come here legally, who have uh, decided to assimilate to this glorious, glorious culture, the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind, those who were born here and, and feel blessed to be a part of it. Joe Biden is considering paying illegals who came across the border only during the Trump administration and were. Uh, Children were separated from their families because they could not be detained alongside their parents in detention facilities. Although the Trump administration did its due diligence by finding the the families and sending the children home. A lot of these families sent their children unaccompanied across the border. Joe Biden wants to pay out $450,000 per person to families separated at the border during the Biden administration. That could total about a million dollars for two people of the same family. Meanwhile, last year, your businesses were shut down. You couldn't go to concerts. You couldn't go to church. You couldn't do anything. And they waited until after the election to give you a $1,200 check. I don't even know what to say. Are they fomenting a revolution? That must be what they're trying to do. That must be what they're trying to do. Because we are beyond angry about this. This will be a peaceful revolution, but I'm telling you right now, the moist dream of the class of 1968 is going down in flames, and it starts on Monday with Terry McAuliffe being beaten in the Virginia governor's race. I honestly don't even know what to say. This is such a... Incredible insult to American, the American people, to uh, ranchers and farmers and municipalities have been overrun by illegals. For people who've been raped and murdered by illegal criminals, they don't even vet coming across the border. And Joe Biden wants to give them a $450,000 payout, money you could only imagine in your wildest dreams. Probably, probably uh, three times the cost of your day house that you have to pay 30 years to pay off. Lawsuits alleged that separated children were housed in poor conditions, sometimes suffered from malnutrition and heat exhaustion, kind of like the January 6th protesters in the jail in Washington, D.C., or were kept in freezing cold rooms and offered little medical care. They seek a range of payouts, averaging $3.4 million per family. This is akin to, and and, uh, Democrats support this, someone breaking into your home with a weapon. You shooting and injuring or killing them and you getting sued. Here is Jim Jordan talking about this a payout and he's not half as angry as I am.
3: No, I mean and think about this. You're gonna you're gonna pay people half a million dollars who broke the law at the same time the Biden administration is getting ready to raise taxes on the hardworking families of this country. It makes absolutely no sense. And it and you know, I I, I think about this. First you break the law, you get amnesty with Democrats. Now they're gonna pay you for breaking the law. I mean, you you think we have a problem in a caravan coming towards, towards the border now and what we've seen over the last several months. Wait until the word gets out that you actually get paid for breaking the law to come into our country.
2: Can you, can you imagine what the hell are they doing? What the hell are they doing to us? I mean, we know the left in the class of 1968. Wants to take down America. What the hell are they doing to us? Every day, it's another day. Another day of insults. This is Doug Lambert in Republican Ohio. Oh, I guess it was a $1,300 check. Joe Biden gave Americans a $1,300 check, but wants to give illegals a $450,000 check. Can you imagine? I've been to uh, Mexico, and uh, I've been confronted by policia. At a, uh, I made the mistake of renting a car and being told that I had done some sort of traffic infraction. And I said, well, uh, what sort of fine do I owe? And they said, what do you have? I'm so beyond done. We need a peaceful revolution across this country. It's happening right now. There are signs of it everywhere. Starting in uh, Loudoun County and Fairfax County, Virginia. Going across the country in every way, shape, or form whether that be Let's Go Brandon being uh, songs about uh, telling Joe Biden to F off, being six out of the top ten on the Apple downloads of hip-hop and R&B songs, to Mark Levin selling over a million books called American Marxism. I am done. I am ready to fight. Not physically with weapons, but I'm ready to fight. It's time to raise hell. They know it, too. They know it, too. They knew that they, we were at our wits end on January the 6th. They made up a, an insurrection so they could shut us down because they committed election fraud that brought a man who is absolutely incompetent into office. And the media immediately said there was no, that, uh, there was no voter fraud on November the fourth when they shut down hundreds of thousands of conservatives on social media who said, "Hey." I want to know about the the shutdown of the voting in five battleground states and massive, massive amounts of ballots coming in the next morning for Joe Biden, like in Philadelphia, where 500,000 came in and only 3,000 were for Donald Trump. But we were told it was verboten. We were told it was forbidden. We were told that it was misinformation or disinformation. And then we went by a million people possibly to Washington, D.C. to see Donald Trump speak. And he told them to march peacefully to the Capitol. And the crowd was infiltrated, we know, by the FBI at least. And we know that Nancy Pelosi knew something was going to happen and did nothing. And we know that people were easily able to go into the building, should be the most secure building in the in the country. They built a billion-dollar visitor center on the backside so you couldn't come in the front. Then they threw flash grenades at people. Then they hid 1,600 hours of videotape footage so you couldn't see what happened. Then Ashley Babbitt was murdered. Then another woman was trampled by the police, and she died. A police officer died of a stroke. He was not hit in the head by a fire extinguisher. One person died of natural causes. One died of a drug overdose. And Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats bought 25,000 National Guard troops to Washington, D.C. and walled off the Capitol because they said that we were trying to overthrow the government. When they knew that they had stolen the election and they knew they had to send a signal that would prevent millions of people from coming to Washington, D.C., and peacefully protesting and overthrowing this government and returning it to constitutional principles. Not overthrowing the government, essentially, but returning it to its constitutional principles and doing it peacefully like MLK did in the South and like Likwilasa and Pope John Paul II and Ronald Reagan did to the Soviet Union. Terry McAuliffe is running against Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, we are seeing shades of the same thing happened in the presidential election of 2020. We are seeing massive crowds to see Glenn Youngkin, and nobody showing to see Terry McAuliffe. Nobody showing to see him. I posted on all my social media, Getter, Gab, MeWe, and yes, I'm still on Twitter, not on Facebook. They took me down, you see. And I posted pictures of the rallies, and I compared to to Trump rallies and flotillas and 130-mile car caravans, outside of Arizona and Joe Biden with 10 circles on the grass for the media to sit and half of them full. Here's Glenn Young last night on Newsmax talking about Higgs crowds going into the election on, two, on Monday.
1: Well, the enthusiasm is enormous. I mean, we have these giant, giant events where there's more people that can fit in the facilities, and it's everybody. It's Republicans, it's independents, it's Democrats. I mean, we're winning independence by nearly 20 points, and we actually see Democrats walking in mass over to our campaign. I mean, so I'm not surprised by that poll because that's what I'm feeling when we're out campaigning. It's so great to see it come through in numbers, but of course, this is going to be decided. Between here and November second, and so people got to get out and vote. And we are just so excited about seeing Virginia come together and make a statement about our future. It's not Republicans against Democrats. It's Virginians standing up for
2: a new day. F of do 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 do. F of do 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 do.
1: Let me tell you what's happening right now because I just happened to see
2: a new Fox poll. You what's ready? that, Glenn? What's that, Glenn? What is that, buddy?
1: Youngkin 53, McAuliffe 45.
2: Woo! But that's a a Fox News poll. You can't depend on those. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you can't depend on the mainstream polls either, by the way. Because all the polls ever do to Republicans is try to keep Republicans from voting. What's the point? There were polls in Minnesota That's the night of the election of Donald Trump said that Hillary Clinton was ahead by 18 points, said that he, they had basically had no chance of winning. There's a movement happening. Terry McAuliffe is terrified of it, and he should be. He has hired an attorney known for masterminding election-related legal challenges. The McAuliffe campaign scrambled to kill the story, apparently, but it was accidentally sent to a news organization Less than a month before Election Day, McCullough's campaign spent $53,680 on the services of the Elias Law Group, a firm that Mark Elias started earlier this year. Elias had firmly worked at Perkins Coie with the Hillary Clinton campaign when they hired in 2016 in order to conduct re- opposition research on Donald Trump and the Steele dossier. Jonathan Turley, Georgetown, Washington professor of law, says there are a host of election lawyers, but McAuliffe selected an attorney accused of lying to the media, advancing rejected conspiracy theories, and currently involved in major federal investigation that has already led to the indictment of his former partner. McAuliffe may be preparing to challenge any win by Glenn Youngkin. They are going to do their very best to steal the election. That's why Stacey Abrams was in town. It's not because she's wildly popular and people would come out to see her speak on stage. People in Virginia need to. Watch polling locations. If you have the time to do it, watch polling locations. If there are drop boxes that are unattended, you need to surveil them all day into the night and the next day. If there's any type of vote count stop on Monday night, you immediately go out and you record. They're going to try to do this. They know they're losing. They know they're losing. They are losing the the battle with regard to ideas. They are intellectually and morally bankrupt. And they are attempting by force to overtake the country. That's what they're trying to do. Bill in Delaware is on the phone. Bill, welcome to the Rob Carson Show on WCBM.
3: Hey, how you doing, Rob? Good. Good. Listen, uh, I don't know if i got much more to say. You kind of covered it, but I will throw (laughs) in. Remember, like you said... When Joe Biden was there and it was 12 circles and, uh, and there was only six people there, and those six people were media. Um, and then we find out that he wins the election. Yeah, are you kidding me? Right. Everybody's yep. caught on to that. I wouldn't get too complacent if I was Virginia voters. They better yep. come out in mass. I guarantee you they're going to try to steal it. I yep. know you just said that, but that, why would they, Rob, why would they come out and say right now? With an election going on, governor election in Virginia and one in New Jersey. Why would the Democrats come out and say, Look, we want to give each um, each illegal alien coming across the border half a million dollars? Boom the water there sign it so they can rub it in our face once again. Once again. All right, again. I'm All right telling brother. You, they're they're gonna try to steal it try sure it. in Virginia. I know, I know.
2: Sometimes I find things and I'm ahead of a lot of folks on it. Like this report that's coming out today that I talked about yesterday
4: It's found the Virginia Department of Education recommends a book to all stakeholders that says teachers must embrace theories such as critical race theory quote our Ed equity VA work is informed by literature best practice and research below are the resources currently occupying space on our desks we want to do more than survive abolitionist teaching and the pursuit of educational freedom by Bettina love The book is from a co-founder of the Abolitionist Teaching Network. From page 147, Bettina Love writes that all disciplinary actions in school harm black and brown children. Quote, teachers spirit murder children every day through these (laughs) Spirit murder children. No, no, no. glasses because their vision is impaired by hate, racism, and white supremacy. They cannot see black joy or black humanity. James Baldwin said a child cannot be taught by anyone who despises him and a child cannot afford to be
2: fooled okay so I had mentioned this that the, the Virginia Department of Education published a list of recommended literature as part of its Ed Equity Virginia initiative now the initiative is focused on establishing equity targets measuring equity outcomes and implementing systematic policy and regulatory changes blah 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 Terry McAuliffe says that CRT is not being taught. The list of books are by Advocates for Equality and Anti-Racism, including one, Abolition Teaching Network, co-founder Bettina Love, who argues in favor of CRT. Teachers must demand the end of high-stakes testing and yelling of slogans at dark children, such as knowledge is power, work hard, be nice, no excuses. Love's book included on the list has sparked controversy because it openly endorses CRT and promotes racially charged changes. There's also a book on it called How to Be Anti-Racist by Ibrahim X. Kendi. Okay? Ibrahim X. Kendi was paid $44,000 in Northern Virginia to come to speak, I believe it was to the Loudoun County School Board. I'll have to double-check that. But his book is about critical race theory critical race theory terry mcauliffe is behind in the polls he's not neck and neck in the polls he's getting his clock cleaned and he knows it that's why he hired a clinton lawyer formerly with perkins cooey this isn't about Democrats and Republicans this is not about conservatives and liberals this is about defeating evil and Terry McAuliffe and his ilk are swamp dwelling evil people they are here is uh Glenn Yunkin talking last night about uh the movement in Virginia
1: here's a guy who stood up and said parents don't have a role in their kids education and he wants to put government between parents and children I mean, in Virginia, we have a law that says parents have a fundamental right to make decisions with regards to their kids' education. Terry McAuliffe doesn't believe it. And and then when parents stand up and disagree, he calls his friend Joe Biden and has Joe Biden send the FBI in to try to silence him. It's un American. It's wrong. And Virginia parents aren't standing for it. I'm going to stand up for parents, for children, for teachers. Teachers are asking me, Glenn, please help us. And this has become a national phenomenon. I get notes and emails and texts from parents all over America saying, stand up for our children too because you get to vote this year. We've had a flood, a flood of of, uh, folks coming to our website at youngkinforgovernor.com from all over the country. You know, we've had nearly 150,000 individual donations to our campaign.
2: You've got to monitor the election. There are hundreds of thousands of people voting for Glenn Youngkin, and they all need to have their, their phones out. They need to, if they, if they see any suspicious activity around drop boxes or in election houses, they need to go live or they need to record it. That's it this is what they're going to try to do. We have, we have
1: knocked on a million doors and we've spoken to, by the time this is over, we've we'll spoken to five million voters. This is no longer a campaign, it is a movement and it is amazing just to be part of
2: it. Yeah, here is uh, Emily DeVoe. She is a Fairfax County parent talking to uh, Greg Kelly about what caused this movement.
1: One of the things that really was shocking was the sexualized books in our school. Um, we protested them. We asked them time and time and again. And they said, well, we can't just go out and pull these books. And when, then you have the other side of the argument saying, well, you're close minded. Why can't you open your mind to another side of sexuality? It was insane. Wow. Wow. These are children. This is not supposed to be in our schools. Um, one thing after another, um, like... Cheryl said, we get a nice look at what was being taught to our children during COVID. Uh Uh-oh. And it woke up a lot of people.
2: Oh, yeah. Woke up a lot of people. A lot of people. And a lot of people are mad. But are you ready to get really mad? There was a father who went to attend a... Scott Smith went to attend a Loudoun County school board meeting that was on... uh, June 22nd, and, and they were going to talk about this uh, transgender policy they were passing that allowed uh, uh, transgendered boys to go to the bathroom, transgender girls. And uh, the, uh, the head of the school board there... He said that nothing like this had happened, that uh, there was no chance of a sexual assault by a boy identifying as a girl going into the bathroom. It wasn't possible. It's never happened. Time magazine, he quoted it. Uh, The problem was that Scott was there to say what happened to his daughter a month earlier that the school board president said didn't happen. Scott started to yell and say, my daughter was raped. He was confronted by a leftist behind him. Police surrounded him, attacked him, and put him down. And then he was arrested the Loudoun County attorney tried to prosecute him as a domestic terrorist. The Commonwealth attorney for Loudoun County, Virginia, tried to jail a father who was charged with two misdemeanors after he uncovered that his daughter was sexually assaulted despite campaigning to end mass incarceration in the area. You see, because uh, Commonwealth attorney Buta Biberaj wants to put parents who disagree with leftist policy in jail and free criminals. So she appeared in court. To prosecute Scott Smith, the man whose daughter was sexually assaulted in a Loudoun County public school bathroom for misdemeanors. A spokesman for the Smith family told the Daily Mail, Daily Caller, that Bibaraj attempted to lock Smith up for misdemeanors of disorderly conduct and a resisting arrest, just like the January 6th protesters. Meanwhile, Bibaraj passed part of the prosecution of the 15-year-old charged with sexually assaulting a student to Prosecutor Barry Zweig. Or Zweig, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Department arrested the teen who identifies as gender fluid after a judge ruled that the facts were sufficient to show the defendant committed a forcible sodomy or forcible assault. After facing charges of solo High School in Loudoun County public schools, the teen was moved to a different high school under the supervision of Biberaj. Biberaj has since defended her decision, stating the team the teen had no history having done this prior to this offense that was alleged. Oh, you know, he didn't rape before. I mean he raped this time. But honestly, serious, we should let he had no priors. You murder somebody, he did no murders before, why arrest him? Biberaj has ties to far left organizations. Per the caller's reporting, Vibaraj was elected to her position with a cash infusion from a George Soros-funded PAC. The Commonwealth Attorney is a friend of several of the Loudoun County School District's board members, including Superintendent Scott Ziegler. She also remains a member of a Facebook group that compiled a list of parents they suspect of disagreeing with the district's anti-racist CRT curriculum. The Facebook group, formerly called Anti-Racist Parents of Loudoun County, promised to infiltrate concerned parents' organizations and expose these people publicly, meaning doxing them. This is what the Loudoun County School Board was going to do to parents with local law enforcement. And they couldn't, didn't get the, what they want, so they, they colluded with other school boards around the country, sent a letter to the president, uh, the, the president sent the letter to the AG, and the AG declared war on parents, saying that the FBI would go after them as domestic terrorists. The spokesman said the sheriff was concerned the school board was limiting free speech and they were deliberately inflaming the situation. The August 10th meeting went off without a hitch, but with only 10 members of the public allowed to speak. Wow. A spokesperson for the, uh, the sheriff's office, Kevin Lewis said that he felt the school board was at fault for having decided unilaterally to prevent parents at the June 22nd meeting from speaking after, you know, the rape and everything. He said their decision to install a metal detector was provocative and criticized the school board for creating their own plan for August the 10th without asking for the sheriff's input. Furthermore, Chapman, the sheriff, said that one of the nine school board members had inflamed tensions by creating anti-racist groups on social media that doxed parents. Lewis said that Chapman felt the optics were that the sheriff's office deprived citizens of the right to speak. Chapman further said the, the school board was firing up people and calling LCSO to clean it up. They wanted to start something and they wanted people to get arrested. Fire every one of these filthy, rotten, miserable, wretched, you know's, you know's. Things have changed since the Sony Walkman. Remember that back in the 80s and you'd put the headphones over your ears and you'd go out and you'd walk around everything and you, you know, the the, the battery in your Walkman would last a couple hours. Well, now there are earbuds and lots and lots of them out there. Raycon wireless earbuds are exceptional. Why? Well, because they have a 32-hour battery life so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. Like this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up. Maybe you need something to kind of meditate, clear your head. Kids are making noise in the background. Raycon started half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Give them a try, and you will see what I mean. I promise you. Check this out. Go to buyraycon.com/newsmax and get 15% off your Raycon order. Okay, buyraycon.com/newsmax to save 15% on Raycons. Again, buyraycon.com slash newsmax. We start with a guest who I uh, constantly uh, follow on social media. That's nothing creepy. I just really uh, love uh, hearing what he's up to as far as investigations of the swamp and using his organizations to go after swamp dwellers. Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch joins us on the phone. Hello, sir. How are you today?
3: Hey, Good to be with you. Thanks for having me on again.
2: Great to have you on. First of all, let me tell you, I'm on uh, this Nutrisystem thing because every time I I see you online, I'm like, God – I think we're about the same age. We're both in our mid-30s, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> it's been tough for me to go from working in and out, you know, to working at home, and and, and you're, you're kind of an inspiration that way, you know. You, you, you So anyway. Mm, well, that,
3: I like my Pop-Tarts too. Don't worry about it.
2: God bless him. God bless him. Well, let's talk um, about the January 6th hearings and this new uh, group that want to go after people like Steve Bannon. Do you feel like any of the narrative around January, January, January the 6th is unraveling. I know you had mentioned and Nancy Pelosi had commented about why they're not releasing the footage from inside the Capitol. I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on that. And then also, do you think that you're making any headway?
3: Well, we're in court, which is more, more than what uh, Congress is doing to quote investigate one six. I mean, everyone knows that the Pelosi investigation is partisan and, Corrupt. It's literally a one-party investigation. Yeah. I know they put a few Republicans there, but they were appointed by Democrats, so there's no minority representation. So it's inherently corrupted and abusive. And uh, you know, them wanting to jail Steve Bannon three minutes after they give him a subpoena, uh, rhetorically speaking, mm-hmm. uh, it just shows you where they're at. And at the same time, as you highlight, they're hiding information about what really happened on January 6th in the sense of. You know, give us the videos. We want the videos of 1-6. What happened? Tell us what the videos show. And, of course, there are 14,000 hours of videos, and we're in federal court against the Congress for that. Capitol Hill police are telling us they're, quote, A, they aren't public records. And even if they were, the public interest in January 6 is not that way. They're interested in keeping them secret. So wow. it's the most important thing that's ever happened in American history since the War of 1812, but we can't get one second of video on the law from Pelosi's Congress.
2: Well, I um immediately thought that the January 6th uh insurrection was suspect because uh even Republican pundits were willing to self-flagellate and say, "Oh, this is we don't condone this and we don't do this and uh, and, and they just really uh it was it was overplayed it was kind of like uh COVID being the worst pandemic since uh, the Black Plague. And whenever you get that kind of reaction, it makes me go, "Okay, there's something not right here. There's something not right here." Honestly, none of this to me, past muster.
3: Well, there are a group of people who assaulted police. That's inappropriate. There are a group of people who entered the Capitol, shouldn't have entered the Capitol in no. the sense that they should have known that it was illegal, that was inappropriate. And, you know, those folks are being prosecuted. Others are being prosecuted, in my view, inappropriately, too, for, you know, being at the wrong place at the wrong time and, and not, in my, my view, demonstrating uh, much evidence they what they should be prosecuted. Uh, so, I mean, no one disputes that assaulting police officers is wrong. And uh, that got out of hand. And we just have documents that show, you know, one of the reasons that security situation devolved there as quickly as it did was because the Capitol Hill Police, which is run by the Pelosi operation, failed to provide necessary security. And they had warnings that something, uh, they were going to have significant crowds there. We just got the documents, we released them yesterday park police said that we expect large portions of the crowd. And, you know, when I, they, by, by that time they were estimating 20,000 people, at least at one of the events, would break off and go to the Capitol. They're expecting the crowd from the rally to go to the Capitol. And they didn't have the police presence or security necessary to protect the Capitol. And when you have a, an air of weakness, uh, that's where when crowds get out of control, uh, stuff, bad things happen. You know, my view: riots, to the degree they're riots, often happen because of poor political decision making by the politicians who run law enforcement.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Merrick Garland and what's going on with regard to sicking the FBI on parents who want to protest at uh, meetings. Seemingly a knee-jerk reaction from a a letter sent to the president from a a left-leaning political group. Uh, What are your thoughts on Merrick Garland, not only his, his memo, but also what happened yesterday on Capitol Hill with him being questioned?
3: Well, it's pretty clear he's been captured by the radical left. I mean, he had a reputation in the city for being relatively moderate, you know he was a liberal judge to me, but you know he you know all the judges are seemingly professional on the bench, and he's a nice man, uh, but he came into the Department of Justice and is running it worse than Eric Holder did in terms of him being uh, being willing to use his agency and the FBI uh, to intimidate. Uh, American citizens and namely parents trying to protect their children by exercising their First Amendment God-given rights. This is the problem we have with the Justice Department. It's a sort of Danocles, the FBI has a sort of Danocles hanging over our civil liberties. I don't know, how, you know, after what they did to Trump, why would he expect the same gang that comes back and controls government again would behave any differently?
2: Have you ever seen anything like this? Um, I know we've heard, I, I wasn't uh, alive. Yes. Um, yes. You have? Okay.
3: We saw it during the Obama administration when they used the yeah. IRS to suppress an entire political movement Yes, that could could have resulted in President Obama losing his second term. Instead, they shut it down and the Tea Party disappeared for the 2012 elections. So there's nothing new under the sun. It's just that there's a different target here. And this one, it's the parents organizing against the radical extremist left's efforts to uh, ruin their children at the schools
2: tom what did you take out the investigation into the fbi uh with regard to collaborating with the clinton campaign to obtain the pfizer warrant we've got some new information on that one person being indicted who used to work for perkins cooey what do you think is going to happen there are there bigger things yet to come with regard to that investigation
3: well, I hope so. I've been a big critic of Durham, uh, because I hadn't seen evidence that he was yeah. doing a serious investigation. But now I have, right? Yeah. Oh, grand jury subpoenas, people testifying, that's what we wanted evidence of after years. Uh, so if this report, or excuse me, if this uh, indictment is the end, then that's bad news. Mm-hmm. If it's the beginning, which I suspect it's probably, you know, if not the beginning, in the middle, uh, it's better news, or at least for those of us who want accountability and justice.
2: Well, you would you would think you would think, um, uh, but to me, I just feel like we've reached a, a boiling point in the country. Uh, I think the, the latest straw was uh, Merrick Garland going after parents at school board meetings and his close ties with his son-in-law, who actually pedals, his company pedals CRT, which is what um, what parents are, one of the things that they're protesting against. Plus also this cover-up of the school board in uh, Loudoun County of uh, two sexual assaults Um, Where do you suppose this goes as far as the school board in Loudoun County and like-minded counties like this, uh, particularly Loudoun County, because we actually have a a cover-up of a sexual assault? What do you suppose is going to happen?
3: Yeah, you know, my thinking is there will be political consequences that will be significant. Uh, It's in many ways the most significant organic grassroots organizing that's taking place related to that issue. Obviously, Loudoun County's most recently in the news simply because it's close to D.C., what's going on in school districts across the country. Uh, I think the left may have taken a step too far uh, in their uh, communization of the schools and targeting children with racist Marxist uh, dogma. And uh, kids don't, you know, parents don't like politics in the schools. And uh, that's something that unites parents of all political stripes other than the radicals. And, And they're in a low, and they're in a minority. And, you know, we'll see how that works politically. But, you know, my view... It's a rule of law question, it's not a policy debate, it's racism, and it's illegal, and it's discriminatory, and it's illegal, and it needs to stop.
2: Yeah, uh, we're talking to Tom Fenton with Judicial Watch. One other thing, um, we have a giant caravan of illegals heading up there in southern Mexico now. Uh, and it doesn't appear that the Biden administration is going to do anything about it. Um, the uh, stay in Mexico policy has been upheld by the Supreme Court. Uh, but uh, I guess Biden, for some reason, is able to uh, prevent that from taking effect until after these people arrive. Why is that the case?
3: Oh, because they they don't believe in borders. I mean, how else, what else would you say when you have the administration stop building a wall and when caravans like this arrive, they are given bus tickets for the interior of the United States? Yeah. And so, you know, you have the Obama, excuse me, the Biden administration (laughs) operating uh, as part of the human smuggling operation, in effect, uh, that we're we're witnessing right now. I mean, that's that's about as organic a movement as a plastic straw
2: <laughs> well, considering these uh these people have smartphones and they've got uh oh yeah uh, I mean it's it's it's
3: organized <laughs> and you know, I guarantee you you're going to find taxpayer money being used to subsidize some of the groups helping. Oh, yeah, them. it's just a matter of figuring out how it's done
2: absolutely now um you obviously are working on January the sixth, you're in court for that. Anything else on your plate right now?
3: We're trying to save our elections.
2: there you go. What's going to happen in Virginia? What's going to happen in Virginia on Monday? I don't
3: know. um, But we, uh, citizens should um, participate in the elections either by voting or by monitoring them as the law allows, figure out what the law allows, and and participate that way. Um, You know, if you're upset the way elections are run, understand how the process is done and, um, you know, participate more directly in it. You can't, you know, someone has to run the elections and uh, someone has to monitor elections. And if you don't like the way it worked last time, we'll get more closely involved so you um, are in a position uh, to protect the vote.
2: Well, I'm sure that Stacey Abrams flew in to campaign for Terry McAuliffe because she's a very popular figure. I'm yeah, really so, you know, I don't take top. a
3: position, although I may have personal views on who should win or who shouldn't win. Yes, yes, I'm yes, always yes. concerned, though, that the process be something that the American people can have confidence in. In 2020, Amen. a good portion, as you know, more than half, or depending on how you count them, weren't satisfied that the election were run pop properly, and they thought the result was tainted as as a result. And I hope that doesn't happen in Virginia again. The Washington Post, I don't know if you saw it today, The uh, Post had a story today talking about how all these conservatives are going to be poll watchers. Of course, you know, they're very nervous about that. And I thought that's (laughs) wonderful news because that's what, in our American democracy, Americans concerned about elections should be doing. They should be watching the polls, as the laws allow for. All
2: right. Tom, I greatly appreciate your time today. It's a real treat. Uh, judicialwatch.org, judicialwatch.org. Make sure to make it a favorite and check it every day. And also, Tom, really enjoy your Twitter feed as well. Have a glorious weekend, my friend.
3: You too, and congratulations.
2: Thank you, my friend. This weekend, I'm actually looking forward to the weekend. Normally, I'm not because I have a honeydew list a mile long. Uh, I'm going to my my homecoming uh, of my university, the uh, Northwest Missouri State University. Home of the mighty Bearcats, thank you very much. I'm hearing crickets. Anyway, they're Division II powerhouse in football, thank you very much. Basketball, thank you very much. All sorts of sports, thank you very much. And a broadcast school that that uh, they actually produced me. So that's, okay, That's kind of a stain on their history, but... Uh... Northwest Missouri State homecoming. That's where I'm going tomorrow. Uh, CNN is shocked. Shocked, I tell you, that Joe Biden's economy is slowing to the uh, rate that uh, that pretty much Barack Obama had for the eight years he was in office. And we have breaking news. Brand new GDP numbers for quarter three. Gasp! Shriek! Released
3: just moments ago. I've got no idea what they are. Chief Business Corps of Christine Roman. Business Correspondent Christine Romans does
1: two percent. That is less than expected, and it's a downshift from the spring when we had a really robust 6.7% economic growth, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, no surprise here, the Delta variant was surging, so there sure, were new yeah, yeah. restrictions that people put on themselves, frankly, because yeah. of, of the Delta variant. Supply chain. No, you're
2: high, actually. Those are government restrictions. You are absolutely high. You're already propagandizing.
1: In bottlenecks, rising prices, and that acute worker
2: shortage. Yeah, and you know, the rising prices are happening because of out-of-control government spending and the uh, currency go down in value, et cetera, et cetera. All
1: of these things were at play in the quarter. So, John, look at the trajectory
2: here. And the price of gas going up to $1.22 on average since Joe Biden took office. There is that. There is that. Oh, I want to mention this real quick. You know this song is number one in the country? It is uh, Let's Go, Brandon. Anyway uh, let's go brand there's two, two different versions of it actually there's don't
0: Okay
2: so that's still number one in on iTunes. it's still number one hip-hop even though TikTok is now banned it as well. So YouTube and TikTok have taken, taken them down and uh, the fire's not going out. No matter who tries, who tries to do it. And now there's another smash hit out there. I wish I had come up with this. I wish I had come up with this. I don't know who did it. This is genius editing. This is absolutely hilarious. LGB, let's go, Brandon.
0: L-G-B. Come on. lgb L- G- <laughs> L G B, come on. They say L G B
4: everywhere. I go L G B. What it means? I don't know. L G B. Whatever it is. L G B. Kamala, help me, please, please. All righty
2: then. Like Thank <laughs> you.
1: L-G-B That's Let's Go Brandon, right? L-G-B This means Let's Go Brandon, no L-G-B <laughs> Sounds like Let's Go Brandon, I
4: guess L-G-B <laughs> Alright, let's go Brandon. Brandon Oh yeah I am Cornelio. Chant L-G-B <laughs> Right wing and left wing L-G-B Oh, so you know the thing L-G-B if you don't see that facts G B. And you play black. L- oh. LGB. Let's go,
0: Brandon.
2: LGB. Oh, that's
0: beautiful. Let's go, Brandon.
2: LGB. Let's go, Brandon. FJB. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Oh, my God, I needed that. Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember, Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid.
1: Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.